Welcome to another Vine and Fig Tree podcast. And tonight we've had just a wonderful time, Holly and I, uh, at Lake Sherwood Campground. Uh, there are only other couple other sites that are filled, and they're quite a ways away. We've got a site that looks out over the lake, and it's amazing to us. We had a big surprise when we got here because all the trees on the far side of the lake have turned color already. It's just beautiful. And so we've been enjoying this restful few days. And tonight I'm sitting by the fire and it's just about nothing but embers by now. So it's just a very peaceful and quiet time. We've seen all kinds of deer and squirrels and chipmunks and we've heard the uh, geese flocking up and flying over and a few sandhill cranes. It's just a gorgeous time. And tonight is the first night that the wildfire haze hasn't been covering the uh, stars. So we went down to the lake and just stood for a bit watching up at the beautiful sky that's up there tonight. And as we looked up, we saw a wonderfully bright shooting star. And it just felt like God was showing us his approval of this restful time, a restful season getting ready for some very interesting things to come. So we're asking for prayer because um, Stanley Correctional, where we have been teaching for a while and has been not been able to go for uh, since last late last fall uh, because of the COVID issue. Uh, they're asking if we would want to record DVDs or do Zoom uh, visits with the prisoners, the inmates. And we need to pray about that if God wants us to go ahead with that. We are in the midst of our uh, mentoring through Crossroads Prison Ministries, and that is proving to be very rewarding for us, and we hope very inspiring for the, the prisoners that we are mentoring. So, what are we looking at tonight? It's, again, it's, it's um, a temptation to be anxious for all of the anarchy that we see going around the United States for hearing about district attorneys who are put in place by evildoers with lots of money to cause more evildoers to prosper and then to prosecute people like that couple that defended their property by pulling guns out and keeping the rioters away. And we know that these things are going on all over the place. And we see some... Um, issues of trials where people seem to be getting away with even murder. And yet there's one thing on the back of my mind that comes to the forefront whenever I see injustice. And that is, there is a day coming, a set day, a set time, when the God of all the earth will judge each one according to our deeds. And it's at that day that any injustice that's been gotten away with here will no longer be gotten away with, but it will be adjudicated by the judge who never makes a mistake, who never gets somebody incarcerated who doesn't belong incarcerated, and who doesn't let people escape who belong to be punished. 
that's a great and terrible day coming at some point. And we face that day individually if we're, if we're not here anymore when the Lord returns. That's, as one pastor said that I attended his church in the past, when we die and go to heaven, that's our own personal second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And surely there is a second coming. But I also want to talk about what to expect and a caution. And I do not believe that teaching that says we're going to be raptured out of here and we won't see persecution. I want to tell you why. Because when people believe that and they actually enter into persecution, as the Lord said we would if we wanted to be godly in Christ Jesus, we will suffer persecution. People who are taught that they won't suffer persecution and then they do suffer it, tend to lose their faith. And I mean lose their faith. That occurred, if you don't know the history of the Boxer Rebellion in China, there were many missionaries who were teaching people as they saw the rising problems coming in, the violence that was going to be occurring. They were teaching the church members in China that, oh, we'll be raptured out of here. You won't have to suffer persecution. And when the people in the churches in China at the time of the Boxer Rebellion started suffering intense persecution, many fell away. Many learned that what the missionaries were saying could not be trusted, so why would we trust them for anything? So what we need to do, how do we prepare? Are we good preppers? Um, no, because the government can come along and take everything you own. Are we going to have a bug out bag and go somewhere? Well, there's really nowhere we can hide. The government has such great intelligence gathering equipment that you can go out in the woods and they can still find you with infrared or whatever else means they have. So there's no place that we can hide except under the wings of our Heavenly Father. And it says the righteous are able, when they see trouble coming, to run into a high tower and be set on high. And those high towers that it was talking about were towers of refuge for people when they saw bandits coming or raiding marauders coming in the old days of Israel. And they would run to these towers which were supplied with arms and food and they would enter into those towers and be safe. Well, the only place that's going to be safe in the future is in the arms of Jesus, in the arms of our loving Heavenly Father. And that's what we want to concentrate in the days ahead, not being anxious for anything, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make our requests known to God and the peace of God will pass our understanding and guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that, dear ones, is the work of the relationship that God wants with us. He wants us to nestle under the shelter of his wings, knowing that we're perfectly safe there. He wants us to come into his name and call upon him and recognize that there is no fear in his throne room. And if we walk into that throne room as we're told that we can boldly come, we sit down and we rest in the love of God. And then, no matter what persecution comes, 
we will be able to endure it. You know, in the book of Revelation, the Lord prophesies to the people through John that they're going to, in one one case, have 10 days of persecution in prison, but hold fast to your faith. And, you know, we need to be prepared in our hearts to be able to do that, to endure persecution. And so let's learn to walk in the patience and endurance of our Lord, who endured great persecution on our behalf, and who said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And as we know that that's true, and that word is forever settled in heaven, we know that the Lord Jesus will be with us no matter what we have to go through. And in that light, we can rejoice always, pray constantly, and give thanks in all circumstances. And yes, I know there are some tough things to go through, but we can be doers of the word. And as we're doers of the word, we become greatly pleasing to our heavenly Father. And as we walk humbly with our God, doing justly, loving mercy, walking humbly with our God, he takes great delight in showing us his righteousness, his peace, and giving us his joy. Let's have a peaceful, joyful week, no matter what's going on in the media, no matter what's going on in Portland, no matter what's going on in New York City or in our own neighborhood, because Jesus is not forsaking us, neither has he left us for some other world or planet. Dear hearts, take courage. Let your heart take courage, and you will not be ashamed. Bye for now. God bless you, and peace to you through Jesus Christ our Lord.